0: Joe Pags show to talk to Joe call 888-941-PAGS and now it's Joe Pags.
1: my pleasure to have you here thanks I appreciate you stopping by lots going on lots to get to lots to talk about I've got some audio and video from John Kirby one of the spokespeople for President Biden uh Carrie before Biden had you ever heard of a lid on somebody in the White House no
2: I had not no
1: they put a lid on Biden after 11 o'clock this morning or something. Mm-hmm. And Kirby explains that to Martha McCallum over on Fox. I'll play that in a little while. That it just means there are no more public events scheduled. But it doesn't mean that he's not working. And, and McCallum actually says, is he in the White House or not? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's in the White House. He's working. Might be a lid, but he's working. He's working. I, I, I've never heard of that before in my life.
2: I hadn't either. And,
1: you know, people would make fun of Trump because the guy barely slept. And, oh, he must be drinking too much caffeine. Some were saying he was on cocaine, blah, blah, blah. With this guy, they say lid. And, like, this is the first reporter I've seen in McCallum over at Fox who's even asked about it. Every single person in the press corps should say, I'm sorry, Monday morning at 11 o'clock there's a lid, something we've never heard of before, on the president's availability? you got to be kidding me. I just—it's something new to me. When I started hearing about a lid, I mean, that, you think they made the, that term up in this? I don't know. Because a lid to me used to be a hat.
2: Yeah, um, and I, like I said, I'd never heard it until today, and now that's all I've heard today. I've heard it four or five times. So, and why feel the need to do that if he's working in the White House? Why feel the need to say, and yeah, there's going to be a lid today. But all they have to say, eleven forty-seven a.m. or something. Yeah,
1: really weird. There's nothing else going on today in the public schedule, but the president's working his ass off. Why would you say, <laughs> out loud, there's a lid?
2: Yeah, that I don't understand. I don't know. It's
1: all weird. So we've got a bunch of sound bites from him. We've got uh, some other things to get to, including Rashida Tlaib and other squad members saying disgusting things uh, about uh, something about de-escalate after, the, after a terrorist attack. The whole thing's very, very strange. We've got that and a whole lot more. Bottom of the hour will be the Attorney General, the great state of Florida, Ashley Moody, on the Joe Pag Show on your Monday. Carrie Lockie, how you doing? Good to see you. All right. Hello as well. Seeing Van, let's go. Oh. That's Lots going on, Going on as I said. I've got a bunch of sound bites, a bunch of video, too. If you, if you want to see the show, it's JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now, and you'll see it. I get the occasional email from people saying, oh, you know, a commercial started in the middle of you talking, right? If you subscribe, you don't get commercials. Otherwise, Twitch, the service that I use, starts commercials on their own. But if you're a subscriber, then you don't get them. You don't have to. Then you get commercials. All right, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. Let me give you the audio and video of this, this guy, John Kirby, who's just a just a yes man for Biden. And again, you know anybody who's a spokesperson for any president is going to be a yes man or a yes woman. I get it, so I'm not, I'm not really attacking him for that, but the answers don't make any sense. They don't seem to know how many, how many Americans are, are dead, don't seem to understand how many Americans might be being held hostage. Uh, there's no real reason for a so-called lid or why you would announce a lid unless Biden at 11.47 a.m. needed to have a nap. I'm not really sure, but here's, here's some of that back and forth. Here's Martha McCallum from Fox questioning um, John Kirby.
0: We are also very, very closely uh, uh, coordinating with Israeli officials about the status of American citizens. We sadly know that a few have been killed. Uh, We also know that there are many more that are unaccounted for. We don't know where they are. We don't know what condition they're in. Uh, And nothing's more important to us than their safety and security. So we're going to stay lashed up with Israeli officials on that as well.
1: That was actually a disconnected uh, response that he gave to somebody on MSNBC. That was not with McCallum on Fox and this was how many Americans are dead, how many are, are being held hostage, doesn't know. He's like, sadly, a few, a few were killed. Just, just saying it like that tells me that you just don't care. Yeah, sadly, a few were killed. What?
2: Actually, right now it's and, 11.
1: I mean, right. So it was nine when we started the show. We're finding out more. Now it's 11. Even if it were two or three, I don't think you say, ah, yeah, it's a few. Sadly, a few were killed. What you say is it's just disgusting. Three Americans were killed. Three Americans dead. I mean, he should, like, uh, he's just given some standard answer and shows his complete disconnect. It's not how you report this. Here's the next one.
0: I, I, I want to play this soundbite for you that is just last month in Vietnam and ask you if this still holds for the president. Watch.
1: The only existential threat humanity faces, even more frightening than a, than a nuclear war, is... Global warming going above 1.5 degrees in the next 20, 10 years.
0: Given all the nuclear players in these two areas where we are now engaged, on, does the president stand by that comment? Absolutely, he does. Climate change is an existential threat. It, can, you know, it actually threatens and is capable of wiping out all human life on Earth uh, over time. I mean, that's, I don't know how more existential you can get to that, but that doesn't mean that we walk away from our obligations, our national security interests in very dangerous parts of but the world. John, you mentioned he said it was more frightening than a nuclear war. Is that it's more frightening than a nuclear war in this moment? The president believes wholeheartedly that climate change is an existential threat to the, all of human life on the planet. That's just science. That's a fact, Martha. But it doesn't mean that we turn our back on the other challenges facing this country and our allies and partners around the world. We've.
1: I think this administration hired as many idiots as they could, knowing that they would frustrate anybody who asked them a question. And let me throw this out there. We keep on hearing the term existential, existential. It's a word that is barely used a word that I can't remember other presidents using, although they might have, it means existence. So when they say that climate change is the most existential or the top or the only existential threat that we face, that is not true. So-called climate change is not ending existence. There is no evidence whatsoever that it's an existential threat. Now, they want us to believe that it is so they can get power and control, do anything they want. When it comes to what you drive, where you eat, what you what you do, uh, where you live, what you wear, how much money you have. They want to call it an existential threat because they think they can convince you to do exactly what they say. Now And then he says over time. Existential threat over time. But it doesn't say how, how long a time. Over what time. Because Biden first said in the next 20 years or 30 years, then he said 10 years. Of course, AOC historically a few years ago said 14 years or 12 years, we're all going to be dead. Back in the 1980s, we're all going to be dead in 10 years. The fish were going to run out uh, in the sea. There would be no more fish by 2000. Uh, by 2014 or 2007 or something stupid, there would be no polar ice cap left, which didn't happen. So it's an existential threat because it means they could do power and control. With a nuclear bomb, and we saw what happened in World War II, tens of thousands can die in an instant. That, I think, would be a threat to existence more than. We might gain a degree over the next 50 years. Yeah, again, I've never heard the word lid before when it came to some sort of a presidential administration. I would never, at least to this level, have I heard the word existential used this much. Carrie, have you heard that word used a lot? Um, No.
2: We they haven't. keep saying it in this one. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm
1: sure I mean, others have, but here, you have heard a lot of it the last couple
2: of years.
1: And to, to claim... That the top existential threat is climate change when you've got nuclear powers, as McCallum says, that are ready to blow each other up, boggles my mind. Because those people, either 1,100 or 2,000, whatever that ends up being, dead Israelis, did not die from climate change. They died from, from bad people bringing terror upon them. That's what happened. Yet this is the guy that we have to turn to when we want to hear from the president because there's a lid on the president somehow.
0: The $6 billion that the Qataris are holding that was unfrozen in order to get three hostages back, uh, John, that, you know, you said, well, there are strings attached to that. Is that money now going to be refrozen? I don't want to get any of the policy decisions going forward here, uh, Martha. Uh, As I said last time you and I talked about this, that money can be refrozen at any time. Doesn't that seem like a good time to do that? We won't hesitate to make that decision if we feel we need to, uh, but I'm not going to get ahead of a policy policy decision that hasn't been made yet.
1: Mm, What would you have to do to make that decision knowing that Iran has bragged about funding and financing Hamas? That after the attacks over the weekend in the parliament, in the government of Iran, they chanted death to America, death to Israel. I don't know what else you would need to refreeze freeze that money. Come on. And then they keep on saying that the money isn't being used. They did not use any of that money. The term fungible is important here. I'll give you an example of fungible money. We, for some reason, taxpayers have to give Planned Parenthood that was started through eugenics. They wanted to weed out the undesirables. It was a racist organization. We, for some reason, give Planned Parenthood $500 million a year. Half a billion dollars a year goes to Planned Parenthood to help kill unborn children, okay? And when you ask about it, what you're told is that none of that money is used for abortions. And the response, the proper response is, it's fungible. Because if Planned Parenthood was going to use this $500 million to do abortions and get the equipment needed and hire the people to do it. If they were to use this $500 million and you've got another $500 million coming in from elsewhere, you can claim that $500 million that is coming in will not be used for abortions, but it certainly makes it easier for them to do abortions with it. When it comes to this money, this $6 billion, it's supposed to be earmarked for humanitarian reasons in, in Iran. Now, we know the Supreme Leader of Iran told NBC News not long ago that they're going to use for anything they want. Can't tell us how to spend our money. It's our money. It's not yours. But let's say that they really did say it's only going to be done for humanitarian reasons. So let's, let's just make it simple. Iran has $6 billion in its bank right now. Not the $6 billion that was just unfrozen. It's got its own $6 billion. Out of that $6 billion, it has to fund and finance all the humanitarian stuff, has to fund and finance whatever food or clothing or shelter you need, and it's got to finance Hamas and Hezbollah, the terrorist organizations that they fund and finance. So that $6 billion is being used for all that stuff. Now they get another $6 billion, okay? And the $6 billion that just got unfrozen, let's say that only goes to humanitarian stuff, which it wouldn't, by the way, but let's say it does. Now you don't have to spend any part of the first $6 billion on humanitarian stuff. You can spend all that on terrorism now because you just got $6 billion more. What do they think? We're stupid. It's fungible. If I have money in my pocket to go and eat dinner somewhere out and that would leave me with zero money, I couldn't do anything else. You give me the same amount that I have in my pocket, I can go and eat dinner out and I've got more money to spend on something else. Why is that such a hard concept to understand? It shouldn't be. It should be rather easy. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts about this when we come back.
0: Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pags Show.
1: Hey, great to have you. Motown Monday, the Joe Paggs Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got um, Ashley Moody, the Attorney General of the Great State of Florida, bottom of the hour. You can stay right on this great radio station, or you can watch it on the live video stream. It is um, JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. If you want to see my, um, my my videos that I do, I did one on the attack in Israel. That's got, I don't know, four or 500,000 views now on TikTok, on Instagram, and on, on YouTube. I don't think I put it on YouTube because it's long. YouTube likes shorter videos. But, uh, on Instagram, it's Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. On TikTok, it's Joe Pags, J-O-E-P-A-G-S. Go there and follow. You'll see these videos. I did quite a few. Did one today on Columbus Day. By the way, happy Columbus Day. It's not Indigenous People's Day to me. So, um, give me your thoughts on that. I actually ask you, do you say Columbus or do you say Indigenous People's Day? Uh, That's, uh, interesting to me as well. But, uh, stick around. At the bottom of the hour, you can watch the interview with Ashley Moody. Uh, it is joepags.com and click on watch now. Okay. Um when it comes to these funds I just want to make it as clear as I possibly can the idea that you can tell the Islamic Republic of Iran what they can and can't do with money that you're you're unfreezing for them is ludicrous and even they said we're going to do anything we want with it and Carrie you you sort of said something during the break I have no idea if anybody's gotten their hands on these funds. I know that it went from South Korea to Qatar or Qatar. Right. And we have no idea who's gotten some of it, who hasn't gotten some of it. And why wouldn't they, if they can, knee-jerk react and refreeze it right now? Holy crap.
2: I, I would absolutely agree. But I've heard some U.S. officials come out today and say, none of that $6 billion that we unfroze for Iran was used to help fund Hamas in these attacks against Israel. How do we know that? We don't. As a U.S. government, how do we know that they haven't used any of that $6 billion for what just happened in Israel over the weekend?
1: Great question. The answer is we don't. Because uh, guess what? You're going sound crazy. The country that chants death to America in its parliament might lie to us. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I know. It well, sounds it weird.
2: crazy. Yeah.
1: But they just might not tell us the truth. Call me crazy. All right. Let me tell you about a great sponsor, Superbeats. Superbeats gets it done. Superbeats heart chews are awesome. Okay, we all have an incredible reason to stay healthy, make sure our blood pressure gets proper support, blood flow, circulation, nitric oxide production, all get proper support. You're going to want to try Super Beats heart chews if you haven't already. They taste great, they smell great, doesn't taste like a, a medicine or some sort of a supplement. It tastes like you're giving yourself a nice treat. And by the way, paired with a healthy lifestyle, the antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. Over 30,000 five-star reviews and counting, that tells you everything you need to know. Everybody's going online these days and rating things about how good or how bad they are. Super Beach Heart Chews are awesome, and people are proving that by giving these great reviews. If you haven't tried them yet, get yourself some right now. Support your heart health with Super Beach Heart Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beach Heart Chews and a, full, a free full-size bag of turmeric chews valued at $25 by going to J-O-E lovesbeatscom J-O-E-lovesbeats.com. Get this exclusive offer only at joelovesbeats.com. dot com. Make it happen right now. We go to the phone lines. It's uh, it's at Armin. Armin, what's happening? Hi. Yes. Hey Joe, can hey. you hear me? I can. What's happening?
3: Thank you. I just want to say this, and I hope all of your audience to hear this. And I and I'm totally supportive of you, and I agree with you about what is happening with Iran and all of these uh money and all of these games that has been played uh, i just want to make sure that you do understand that it was u.s government that regime changed iran in 1979 and we need to make sure that everyone knows that this is what the game the democrats and rhinos are playing because they are the ones who put these people there in the first place
1: now well, well, Armin, i want i want to i want to i want to say something you can tell me if you think i'm wrong okay I agree with you that Jimmy Carter allowed that to happen and allowed the Shah to to be run out of Iran. I agree with you that he allowed it. But you just said that the the American government put them in place. That's not true. There was an Islamic uprising. by. by, by, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Armin, I'll be done in a second. Let me finish. Nobody can hear you when when I'm talking. Um, Again... Jimmy Carter allowed it to happen. He did not handpick Ayatollah Khomeini and put him in place. They were they were fighting to get to get control of Iran already. And Carter, instead of supporting our friend the Shah, allowed it to happen. Go ahead.
3: You know, um, uh, when 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 you say that Carter allowed it to happen, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of sounds like, oh, it was a naive uh, mistake. It was rather they didn't intend to. We need to understand that we have something called CIA. And if Americans or you or anyone else doesn't understand the depths of what this organization, which is part of U.S. government and what they do, then we are fooling ourselves. We are. Ar- Armin, I don't have a ton of time. I don't
1: have a ton of time, but I want to ask you very directly: Are you telling me what I just said is not what happened? Because again, the word "allowed" has a definition. Jimmy Carter could have stopped this, but he allowed it to happen. Now, if you're suggesting to me that Ayatollah Khomeini was a CIA agent or an asset, you got to be kidding me. I don't have time for this for for this I, rabbit hole you want to go that. down.
3: I didn't say that, but he was obviously picked and it was true. It's not that. Carter allowed it? No. Yes, he allowed it.
1: Again, unless you think Ayatollah Khomeini was a CIA agent or some sort of an asset, what you're saying doesn't make sense. He is from Iran. The the, the theology that's happening in Iran is because we allowed the uprising of these disgusting killers in Iran. We allowed it. We did not make it happen and hand it to them. If we were going to do something, we wouldn't hand it to that guy. We would hand it to somebody else. Joe, who, would be, you, who would be? A, who would be? Like who would be our friend? Why would we give um, it to? Why would we give it to somebody? I'll let you go. It. Why would we give it to somebody who hates us so much? We would probably be better off giving it to somebody who likes us more. Because that regime change that happened in the late seventies caused that country to to start chanting "death to America." Why would we ever be part of that? Keep it here.
0: This is the Joe Pag Show.